this is the Visit the Zoo podcast, episode number 87, where today we hear about animals and plastic and the 10 slowest animals. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Visit the Zoo podcast. This is episode number 87, and I am your host, author Frederick Fishman. I am the author of the 12-book, 120-animal series of Visit the Zoo books on Kindle books, print books, audiobooks, and DVD. And we have yet another fascinating episode for you today, and I hope that you will stick around to the very end. We've got a couple of website heads up we want to tell you about. First of all, my author website, my main website, is at frederickfishman.com, and that's spelled F-I-C-H-M-A-N, frederickfishman.com. And don't forget about our new site called grocery-bags.com. And by the way, on my last episode, I was complaining that GoDaddy still hadn't fixed the site and, and... and it wasn't up yet, but it is finally up and working great. That's grocery-bags.com. We have hundreds of reusable bags and tote bags with some great designs, and we're adding to those designs daily. We have up about 350 or 400 or so, and that'll be up to 500 and above very soon. Well, what do you say we get started? Let's go. Well, let's start with the animal news. And I want to talk about the five marine animals that are dying because of plastic trash. And this was an article that appeared on One Green Planet website. It's about the role of plastics and how they play in our daily lives of people all over the world. We could throw statistics at you all day long. Upwards of 300 million tons of plastic are consumed each year. But the impact of these numbers borders on the inconceivable. For those living on the coast, a mere walk on the beach can give anyone insight into how staggering our addiction to plastic has become. Plastic bottles, cans, lids, straws, and especially plastic one-use bags. In other areas, that insight is more poignant as remains of animal carcasses can frequently be observed. Plastic debris that many of them ingested or become entangled in are visible long after their death. And sadly, an overwhelming amount of plastic pollution isn't even visible to the human eye, with much of the pollution occurring out to sea. And here are some of the marine species most particularly impacted by plastic pollution. Number one is sea turtles. And like many other animals, sea turtles make the mistake of plastic waste as a viable food source, causing blockages in their digestion. System. Though the declining sea turtle population in the oceans are due to a variety of factors, plastic pollution plays a significant role. Separate studies from 2013 suggest that as many as 50%, half of the sea turtles out there in the oceans are ingesting plastic at an unprecedented rate and are dying because of it. Number two, impacted marine animals seals and sea lions. Marine life can become entangled in a variety of ocean debris, including nets and lines and lures. Still, there are a number of seals and sea lions that become entangled in plastic bags or plastic packing bands, leading to injury and death. In fact, plastic packing bands and rubber bands continue to deeply impact the stellar sea lion population. An eight-year study in southeast Alaska and British Columbia documented 388 sea lions entangled in this plastic debris. 
Number three, marine life affected by plastic seabirds. Plastic pollution leads to the deaths of millions of marine birds each year, arguably more so than other birds. The Lasayan albatross has been deeply impacted by plastic debris through their hunting techniques. When the albatross dives into the ocean to catch fish, squid, or other food, they use their beak to skim the surface, picking up plastic along the way. Shockingly, an estimated 98% of albatross studied are having found to have ingested some type of plastic debris. Once the plastic has been ingested, it causes an obstruction in their digestive tract and puncture internal organs. Number four, fish, along with pretty much any marine animal that brings in water through its gills, are increasingly at risk to microscopic levels of plastic debris. A study performed at the University of Exeter, UK, suggested that microscopic marine debris could take up to six times as long for an animal to rid themselves of it in comparison to ingesting the debris orally. Number five, marine animal, whales, dolphins. Like many other marine animals, whales often mistake debris for potential food in some species similar to that of the albatross. The whale's mouth is so large, it unknowingly picks up plastic debris in large amounts. A study found that hundreds of species of cetaceans have recently negatively been impacted by plastic pollution. The obstructions often puncturing and tearing the stomach lining, leading to starvation and death. couple of quick steps. What can you do? It's clear that plastic pollution impacts every living organism in and off the oceans of the world. Clean up after yourself. It sounds pretty explanatory, right? But if you're on the beach or at a park, be mindful of a believe with what you came in with policy. It also doesn't hurt to pick up after your neighbors if you notice they have left some items behind. Recycle. Well, it's simple to apply this to everyday life, but recycling in your own home. Most public places now offer waste versus recycling options. And finally, I must say very humbly, I would suggest that you use our reusable bags, grocery bags, and tote bags instead of the plastic that you get at the store. There are some states like California and New York where you cannot get plastic. They are banned in 340 cities and municipalities around the United States, so it's not even a choice. You've got to bring your own bag. So I would suggest that you check out our image designs, and we have hundreds of them now, at grocery, G-R-O-C-E-R-Y dash bags, B-A-G-S dot com. Again, that's grocery dash bags dot com. And that's our news for today. All right, and we come now to our animal description section. And I was going to read about another animal, a fictional animal, that I think I'm going to wait till next week. Because this, I saw this the other day and I thought, you know, I have to read this. I really do. And it's about the 10 slowest animals in the world. And we also have some sound clips, too. Uh, number 10 is the manatee. They're also known as sea cows, by the way. Manatees or sea cows are one of the adorable marine animals that can be seen in the Amazon, Caribbean seas, and Indian Ocean. Actually, manatees don't have any predators and they won't face any harm in their lifespan. Such conditions make manatees one of the slowest animals in the world. And most of the time, they're engaged with eating or resting, which makes them heavier in size which sounds like some people I know. 
Number nine, slowest animal in the world, is the Gila monster. And this one's a little bit surprising because uh, Gila monsters can do a lot of damage to you because when they, once they bite onto you, they don't want to go. Gila monsters are one of the members of venomous lizards native to southwestern parts of the United States. The 22 inches size Gila monster lizards have the capacity to consume a meal up to one-third of their body weight. The Gila monsters store the fat within their own body and rarely search for food. It lets them live longer underground and provide them with complete rest. Number eight is the cutest little thing called the loris. And if you can check out how this thing moves, it moves very low to the ground. You might just go to YouTube and type in the search bar loris. It's, it's spelled L-O-R-I-S. It's a medium-sized primate native to Southeast Asia. They have human-like hands and follow a twisted movement very slowly as they crawl. Loris can only make a maximum speed of 1.2 miles per hour. That special lumbering helps them to keep away predators, makes them live without fear. Lorises also seem to be a poisonous mammal, and one bite injected inside of you is enough to hurt you. So I think I would keep away. Number seven, slowest animal is seahorse. Seahorses are special types of fish found in tropical waters around the world. And unlike other species of fish, they are unable to make so much movement in the water because of their mysterious body structure. The fast movement of seahorses are limited to 0.5 miles per hour. Number six is the banana slug. The banana slug is a member of the gastropod mollusks with no shell. Their movement through muscular contraction makes them one of the slowest animal species. Slugs can only achieve faster movement of 0.2 miles per hour. They also have the capacity to live underground for several years in a moist condition. And number five, this animal, let me just play you a little bit of sound. what that is it's a cute little tiny little koala bear making all that horrendous noise and it comes under a special subcategory of mammals called marsupials it is not at all a member of the bear family but it looks like a bear and native to australia the strong limbs and claws of a koala bear help them climb on trees in no time and eat leaves of trees koala bears are one of the slowest animals because of their poor eyesight they spend most of their time in trees. And koala bears have thickly padded tails and lets them sit in trees for hours. They have excellent sense of smell and sounds, so they recognize predators very easily. All right, here's the sound of another one of these slow animals. All right, can you guess what that is? That's a giant tortoise. And they are vertebrates with the longest lifespan known for its slow movement. Giant tortoises are mainly found in the Seychelles and the Galapagos Islands. They have a heavy body weight up to 350 kilograms, which causes for their slow movement. 
the thick legs and heavy shells also responsible for the giant tortoise's slow movement. They mainly are found within wet and grasslands. Okay, and number three of the slow animal brigade, this is known as a garden snail or land snails, and it's the member of a terrestrial mollusk native to a Mediterranean region. Unlike slugs, garden snails have a thick coiled shell which makes them slow in movement only a few yards in an hour. They mostly are found in wetlands and move through muscular contraction. Garden snails make hibernation for years and they can also hide away from sunlight. And number two is the starfish. There are 2,000 species of, of starfish found within all the oceans of the world. Interestingly, starfishes can't move long distance and they're used to travel along with the ocean currents which pushes them along. Starfishes are slow with a speed of 0.02 miles per hour. Their star-like body structure itself causes slow movement in the ocean. Starfishes have no blood and brain. If they get cut down into pieces, then new starfishes will grow from each one of those pieces. And finally, here is animal number one in the slowest animal category. Let's listen to what this guy sounds like. That is the three-toed sloth, and they are the slowest animal in the world, native to America. They can only move with a maximum speed of point zero zero three miles per hour. Three-toed sloths won't move farther than a 100 feet in a day, meaning that they are much tied to a unique place. It can be said that the sloths spend a major part of their life within the branches of trees in the tropical forests of America. And those are the slowest animals on planet Earth. All right, we come to the section of the podcast where I either read a poem or give you some quotes or maybe some stupid, silly jokes that cause pain and agony. And I think I'm going to give you a break because the last couple of times I did some stupid jokes. And I'm just going to give you some quotes about animals from some famous or not so famous people that you may or may not know. The first one comes from Joy Williams. She's a singer and songwriter and she's received four Grammys for her work. For centuries, poets, some poets, have tried to give voice to the animals. And readers, some readers, have felt empathy and sorrow. If animals did have voices and they could speak with the tongues of angels, at the very least with the tongues of angels, they would be unable to save themselves from us. What good would language do? Their mysterious otherness has not saved them nor have their beautiful songs and coats and skins and shells and eyes. This next one is from Jean M. All. She is the author of the very famous and well-read book called Clan of the Cave Bear. The other mammoths were so protective of the dying as they were of newborns that they gathered around trying to make the fallen one get up. When all was over, they buried the dead ancestor under piles of dirt, grass, and leaves or snow. Mammoths were even known to bury other dead animals, including humans. This is from Tom Reagan, who was an American philosopher specializing in animal rights theory. 
because we have viewed other animals through the myopic lens of our self-importance. We have misperceived who and what they are because we've repeated our ignorance one to the other. We have mistaken it for knowledge. This is from Charles Darwin, who, of course, is a very famous naturalist, author, biologist, and best known for his thesis of evolution. Besides love and sympathy, animals exhibit other qualities connected with the social instincts, which in us would be called moral. And this is from Tricia McGaw, who is an animal educator. Animals are the bridge between us and the beauty of all that is natural. They show us what's missing in our lives and how to love ourselves more completely and unconditionally. They connect us back to who we are and the purpose of why we are here. And finally, I'm going to read a quote from Robert Fugham, who is an author and a Unitarian minister. And it's not so much about animals, but maybe about the human animal. I believe that imagination is stronger than knowledge. That myth is more potent than history. That dreams are more powerful than facts. That hope always triumphs over experience. That laughter is the only cure for grief. And I believe that love is stronger than death. And that is a wrap for this episode number 087 of the Visit the Zoo series of podcasts. And I want to thank you very much for joining me. And please, again, check out our brand new, finally fixed website, grocery-bags.com. And do your little part to get rid of plastic and save our poor animal friends. Again, thank you very much. I hope you can join me again next week for another episode of Visit the Zoo. Thanks. Bye for now.